morning and welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday morning on Sin Sam and Jason here with you on Friday uh, as we get through an amazing couple of days, uh, an amazing scenes in the last 48 hours. We will get into that. The Socceroos Australia uh, deserve praise um, and I think maybe a few apologies from people who didn't expect us to make the round of 16 but we have... I believe um, it has been 12 years of cynicism that bred up that a sentiment but it's a good day to be Australian on the world stage I think Sam. Welcome everyone. It's time for some World Cup deep dives and a bit more extra world of sport action to talk about on your Friday morning. Yes, exciting. We will get into the World Cup um, next but we'll get to some uh, top stories for this morning. Um, uh, an exciting thing. Um, of course, the uh, cricket's underway. Uh, day two uh, will continue. I think it's day two or three in Perth uh, versus the West Indies. Uh, and History made too as well, Sam. Yes, uh, matching Don Bradman's score. I need to get that little piece of information up. Steve Smith has made uh, cricket history matching Sir Donald Bradman with his 29th Test century on day two of the series opener. Uh, so day three today then <laughs> That answers my question Certainly so And Australia in a really good position right now Up Over 500 runs in the lead At this current point Declaring it What was the declared score again? They lost four wickets To a total of It was I believe in, It was somewhere high in the 500 Sam uh, 524 runs Fantastic And we are 10, 10 wickets ahead 524 runs in the lead We're in a good position right now uh, so that, of course, continues today. Um, exciting. Um, I'm not sure when that kicks off exactly, but uh, stay tuned to that. Um, but, yeah, most test centuries for Australia, while we're looking at things, Steve Smith 29 uh, out of 88 there, um, second behind Don Bradman and Matthew Hayden, uh, Steve Waugh and Ricky Ponting, of course, heading that uh, list Um of, yeah, amazing results for Australia. So I hope that continues. Uh, also in sports this morning, um, Cody Waitman has signed and extended a deal uh, with the Western Bulldogs, continuing on his run. Um, interesting trade period for them, the Dogs, uh, but they've uh, signed him, um, and it's good to see. Uh, I don't know if people have been paying attention to some of the content that the clubs have put out, especially with the new uh, young kids that have joined the teams from the draft. Uh, exciting. Gets us... I don't know. There's really ex- excitement and, and the unknown of what seeing what, how these young kids have been uh, performed. Um, you know, they show the, the clips and uh, they've got the experts who've been watching them come up the ranks and stuff. So it's exciting to see kids in their, their first year. So we will look forward to that when, by the time AFL comes around next year. Um, and Before we do move on, Sam, actually, by the way, I wasn't here uh, to join in too in-depth on the Wednesday conversation. Are you happy with Carlton in the draft and how they went? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, there was one kid. I, I'm not too um, up-to-date um, and knowledge of uh, the, the young kids, but I know potentially one of the picks that we got in within, I think, the 20 to 30s range Um uh, we picked up, and a lot of recruitment experts uh, were saying that there was a big surprise that this kid was left on the table so late. So we've snagged someone who was rated as very good, but was um, looked over by a lot of clubs. So that that portion of us is good. Um, and I think a few experts said Carlton did um, pretty well with their selection. So that's exciting. But it's, I mean, it's all speculation to the... You can't see you how well these players... You never know until they hit the footy field yes. in the following years, or the development yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. Sometimes 
sometimes they won't even make their first game in the, the immediate uh, future. So it's all about the development. It's all about how... Uh, that's where club culture really comes into it, doesn't it, Sam? Yep, yep. Uh, news for Essendon. Oh, uh, the Bombers appointed a former Eagles footy boss as CEO. Uh, Craig Vozzo. So, finally, some st- stability for Essendon <laughs> that looked a bit off the rails. For a club that doesn't know how to not do damage for itself, to, to hear someone from the arch rival here on this panel say, Essendon uh, have got a little bit of stability, finally. It's comforting to hear. He's got he's got some uh, nice... Yeah, he's got a wonderful background, I would hope. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm praying that w- what you just said there, Sam, is that stability's back of the Bombers is the, the word of gospel going into 2023. It's been very hard to be a supporter this year and uh, as we know our uh, overlord in the United States right now Michael Sapel he's uh, Michael if you don't mind Sapel I should actually say uh, it'll be good news for the two of us Okay, and NFL news. We we'll, might as well wrap that up since we're mentioning Michael. Yes, I hope you're doing well there, Michael. Enjoying <laughs> California. Uh, apparently, he said he was going to go to Hawaii, but a volcano has erupted, right, Sam? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's altered his course just slightly. Maybe avoiding the lava. But um... <laughs> at Sir Positivity on Instagram, if you want to see him documenting his journey over there in the in the Great American Land. But uh, his Chiefs have been doing quite well in their last meet up in the uh, against the LA Rams, do, be, defeating them twenty six to ten which is very exciting. And that's sitting at week 12 of the uh, NFL. And if we want to compare areas into the western part of the, you know, west coast United States, the Raiders defeating the Seahawks 40-34. to What else have we got here? The Chargers defeating the Cardinals by one point, 25-24. And that would, have been at, uh, that would have been at Arizona there. This is all just a breakdown of uh, week 12, by the way. And uh, Sammy is about to bring the table up for uh, added context and previewing week 13. If we want a little bit more of a, an, an eastern kind of Slant. We had Miami Dolphins defeating Houston Texans 30-15 and Wash, and uh, the Atlanta Falcons falling to the Washington Commanders 9-13-19. Interesting, interesting indeed. I'm actually going to go, as I do my little bit of a scrolling through, since I'm a bit of a tentative uh, Saints fan, Sammy, uh, I'm not actually quite sure if you back any team in the NFL, but it'd be interesting if you were to, able to pick a team at some no, point. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I need to find a fine one. <laughs> and I'm disappointed here, actually. I've, I've just looked up the results of uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints game, and they uh, lost to Cooper's San Francisco 49ers 13 to nothing. Oh, it's been a poor season to be a Saints fan. Come on, Kamara, what are you doing? Start some running. Start your running, get those touchdowns back. Come on. And so the, the conferences thing always um, confuses me. <laughs> That's it's the almost thing with looking... American sports, I think, yeah. Sam. It's like, uh, we have been very lucky to only, you know, our biggest. Uh, sporting codes in Australia, it's actually quite small by comparison that it doesn't need to be split by geographical divisions. Because the weird thing is you don't really then see uh, an overall winner or an overall in perspective of the entire competition. To a certain extent, I think it's just the best performing teams. It's similar probably to the World Cup with the best performing teams in each division. They're almost their own group stage, yeah. It's a very group stage and it's across the board, really, um, uh, with the baseball. I'm glad we don't do that. I'm glad we don't do that too. (laughs) I've got to confirm whether the NBA do that because I haven't followed NBA, Uh, but you've got a little bit of NBA to talk about, I believe. Yes, but it's not as split as that. So these are splitting it into east and north. north and, um, And there's the AFC and NFC. Yeah, see, that's that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> I know they have a lot of teams, though. That I, know, I yeah. guess that's probably why they do it, because obviously there'll be too many games in a season to play everyone, mm. which they probably don't. Same. Very likely. Only 17 yeah. weeks. 
So that's oh, not wow, possible. That's Only short. 17 weeks in a season. It's very sm- very short season, and uh, by comparison, at least to what we're used to here mm. in Australia. And uh, the the point I'm also trying to make there is, uh, yeah, with 17 weeks, every game matters. That's what I was going to try and say, because that, that you can always make up for lost ground, I guess, in, say, baseball or hockey to a certain extent, which actually I'm going to talk about briefly later on in the show. Because what I think we're hearing right now, listeners, is uh, Sam kind of discovering a new sport for the first time. Because he's not he told me beforehand he's not an NFL man. Maybe by the end of the show he might pick a team at some point. We'll see if we do that. We're near the end of the year. Maybe by the end of the year you will pick an NFL team okay. if you haven't already. And uh, that will be a, a conversation we'll be having for because that's what I was trying to do with the NHL. And I'm going to have a little bit of a talk about that later on in the show. But I think I think we'll reach that point in the sports there, Sam, where we need to cut to a song and uh, do Definitely. our breakdown of 2022 in Qatar. World Cup next. Um, we're going to have to celebrate Australia. It's been a crazy 48 hours. And, of course, it's going to continue across the weekend. Uh, that's all up next on the Sports Desk Friday morning. Happy Friday. Sam and Jason with you on Sin on the Sports Desk. Moving on up, Primal Scream on your the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. Uh, and it's time for the World Cup. Hit the sound effect. And we'll get to the overnight results uh, before we get to Australia and the amazing win. Uh, Some crazy things happening overnight and this morning. Uh, This two 6am games uh, meant crazy results for Group group E, I think it is. uh, yes, Group E. Uh, and oh, we'll just go through them. Uh, Germany down. defeated Costa Rica 4-2. And Japan defeated two, uh, Spain 2-1. And uh, so what that means in the whole context of things for Group E um, is Germany will now miss out on their second World Cup on the road, not mainly round of 16. Uh, it looked as if um, at one point... Oh, it's over the 90 minutes because the games run at the same time. Costa Rica went up early in their game against Germany. And um, when Japan turned things around against Spain, it looked as if Japan and Spain... Were, uh, sorry, Japan and Germany were... Sorry, Japan, Japan and Costa, Costa Rica, Rica were going to yeah. go through, uh, which would have been absolutely crazy um, after Spain winning their game 7-0. So goal difference was keeping Germany out... So even though they won today um, against Costa Rica, the goal difference because Spain got so many goals. In, okay, in, right. So how Group E finished, I'll give you the points uh, of the table here. He's giving um, that up, but I must say, how much of it? How much did it fly you off the wall to find out Japan defeated Spain? Well, they had a really impressive game uh, against Germany, uh, and then they let things slip against Costa Rica and right. thought for sure maybe Japan's chances were done. Uh, but to get up this morning uh, against Spain, uh, incredible performance by them. Um, I think similar in the way... We, I mean, we will talk about Australia. A, l- a lot of these teams um, are expected to win and get through. And Germany have got certainly since uh, they were former champions in 2014 it was, wasn't it? Yes, uh, twenty. I think it was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen, um, I believe. Yeah, and uh, it's more of a more of a tale of, uh, I think, togetherness and underdogness. I, I, I don't know how to 
really describe it. But because of some of these teams that are expected, they've got multi-million dollar players who play across big leagues, the egos and that kind of thing. Sometimes the teams don't gel as well together as they should, even though it's a national team. Uh, and then you've got us in Japan... Uh, who are unexpected to be in the position that they are and are really riding momentum. Um, so really exciting, and that's good for Asian football, the confederation that we're in. That's two of us now uh, have made it through. So Group E, Japan, Spain. So they finished on top in six points. On six points. So to finish on top, that is crazy in itself. Spain wow. second on four points. Germany tied four, uh, but the goal difference was five goals. So they would have to score <laughs> a lot to switch things goal around. Goal difference which is results in Germany finishing third, and obviously Costa Rica rounding that one out in Group yes. E. Uh, and so the other games overnight, uh, Group C, uh, well, these were yesterday. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, group F overnight. So Belgium uh, drew... Uh, nil-nil with Croatia and Morocco defeated Canada 2-1, uh, which means Belgium, uh, sorry, Canada in last spot, uh, on to be zero expected, points. Sam? Yeah, their first time they've, I think they've qualified, um, very young team, uh, got a great player in Alfonso Davies, um, but unfortunately was not enough. Though there's really tough groups as it's turned out, and it's meant that Belgium, of course, have missed out again as well. Four points, uh, Belgium on Croatia in seconds, uh, of course, making the final last time, uh, in five points, and Morocco. I think been a surprise. Some of these North okay. African, uh, countries and stuff have been a massive surprise, uh, and really got a good team, and they finished on top of their group on seven points. Um, Do we know who they get in the knockout as a result of that? Well, Get to that when I get through. Oh, that's the TBD. Groups. Okay, lovely. Okay, um, and yesterday, so um, Group C, Argentina defeated Poland yesterday two 0 Mexico defeated Saudi Arabia two one in Group C, but it wasn't enough for Saudi Arabia. Even though they got that massive upset early on against Argentina, they finished in last place. Three points, four points for Mexico. Uh, Poland finishes in second on four points as well. So goal difference again, to, uh, keeping Poland up. Uh, and Argentina f uh, Argentina finishing on six points. Um, and us, Group D. The Socceroos, um, incredible. Defeating Denmark. De incredible that it was 1-0. Uh, I saw you repping it last week, so I thought I'd just do a quick... Uh, we're not filming this, but the hoodie reveal. Uh, keep talking, Sam. Okay. We'll do a bit of, have a bit of fun Well done, bit of that. Oh, my God, it's Getting signed. Involved. It is signed. He's got a Socceroos jersey yes. on right now. I'm and trying to Kim remember Cahill's what... signature on it. Wow. <laughs> now, that is great memorabilia. Now, I'm trying to guess what year that's from. I feel like it's 2010 or something. It needed to be 06 or something like that. I got it from around when I was very, very young. Apparently, it was this some contest my mum entered, and uh, it just turned up in the mail one day, and mum said, oh, yeah, we won this soccer jersey with a Tim Cale signature on it, and it had to have been around the 06 year, I believe. Okay. Maybe before but it was too big for me as a kid. Now it fits. Awesome. A bit too small now, but it's good to see. I'm now joining in the bandwagon. <laughs> Hope has been restored to the soccer roost. What a win. Well, I think I think um, everyone, a lot of people owe many apologies to the soccer roost. Um, uh, a lot of us said, uh, and I probably... I didn't think that we'd make it out of the group. Uh, I really didn't. I was... My expectations for the World Cup, I was hoping we'd get a win. 
and True, that would have yes. been nice. And we've got we've, two in a row, which has broken records. That's never <laughs> happened before. So we are now equal at this moment coming into our next game with 2006, the golden generation. Uh, we'll play the audio. Matthew Leckie, the boy from the Melbourne Western Suburbs, current player for Melbourne City, I'm repping the polo right now, was a great moment to get one-on-one in that position, take on multiple defenders... Um, and finish the way he did, that is going to be replayed for years to come. And it's going to be one of those moments, where were you when you watched it? Um, And there were probably millions of people uh, who wrecked their sleep for the next day. Um, I'd like you to answer that question right now. Where were you when you saw that? I was actually at home and stayed up right through to watch it. Um, and, um, And... I ended up being awake at one point for 25 hours, so I was pretty broken, <laughs> um, but it was worth it. It was very much worth it. All right, let's it's hear... It's time to hear the goal. Let's do it. So, the moment, Matthew Leckie, uh, he is SBS's call uh, from the goal. Matthew Leckie, what a moment for Australia. Unexpected. Bloody unexpected. Denmark at number 10 in the world. And they were favourites over France uh, coming into the World Cup. um, Some of their performances, I know in the Euros, uh, Denmark made it to the semi-finals just last year. Uh, And then, of course, some of their the Nations League game, which is basically their kind of qualification... um, process in Europe, uh, and they defeated France twice in that. So, massive disappointment for them. Um, Is it Because of this role, are they not going through as well? They, they've no longer in the... Uh, they are out. They're out. Group C, I will read it. I Talk will, about sorry, group, D. group D. France, on top. That's to uh, be expected. In six points. On the same amount of points, Australia, Australia. in second. <laughs> Wowee! Tunisia in third and Denmark in, in fourth on only one point. And in qualifiers, they were defeating France. Uh, I'm not or, sure if it was exactly in the lead but, up. But in the, yeah, in the lead up to the World Cup, they were. What a plucky group we've got here in the Socceroos. And so for us to do that, and I'd still, the, the goal has been non stop replaying in my mind because. Uh, it looked scary early on. They had a lot of pressure on us, um, and we were maintaining it okay. There were patches where we'd get the ball back and we'd finally get up to get a chance, uh, but most of it, it was a barrage from Denmark, and they just couldn't do anything. They looked threat. They looked like a threat without doing anything, <laughs> um, which was interesting. Um, and the defensive efforts, Haru Sutar again... Um, and he's, he's, his value is going to skyrocket. He's going to be playing in the Premier League or somewhere soon. He's currently playing for Stoke City in the Championship. Uh, so he is just 
I don't know. So sometimes the World Cups and things like this do wonders for uh, player careers and stuff like that. And, I mean, Matthew Leckie himself, a lot of people um, kind of thought that maybe this might be it, it for him. Like, um, you know, he's, he came back to the A-League from playing in Germany and stuff, and he's he's done that. I, I, I think we will find that the A-League is highly and underestimated. Uh, with all our goal scorers being from, uh, apart from Duke, uh, t- t- two assists, assists and two goals from A-League players in this competition. Um, and it just doesn't seem real. It, it really doesn't seem real. Um, dancing around the living room, uh, after that moment, uh, yeah. I don't know what can I say. The, the, the players, if you, if you had a look at the, the players, the Denmark, who they play for, Manchester United, uh, Juventus, all these big, big teams. I, I looked up, I think it's something like their squad is worth 300 million pounds <laughs> compared to our 30 million. So, what oh, a team. This uh, is making me beam with pride listening to you rattle all this off, Sam. It's just, I, I don't know if, if people, if people aren't really into soccer, it's hard to translate the gravit, gravitas of this, of this moment for us because, it's got to be up there in Australia's greatest sporting moments for sure now. Um, and look, whatever happens against Argentina, um, that's who we've got in the knockouts, isn't it? Argentina. Yeah. That's, look, un, un, that, that's my main question. I did actually have. So where do we go from here now that we've got Argentina in the knockouts and the two victories we do have come from one nils? Is that it's not sustainable? So what do you what are you <laughs> expecting? It's Argentina, you know. This is Lionel Messi stuff. Well, to be honest, to be fair, yes, they did top their group at the end, and uh, they've had a good couple of performances. That first one against Saudi Arabia, um, they were blown off their feet. So if they if they walk into the game, go in Australia, easy get through. They're in trouble. I I think the one thing that we've got about us is that we've got this togetherness and this momentum underdog kind of thing that I. the chemistry we've got in this team uh, pr- probably a result. I, I don't know the word, but um, probably you know perplexes theirs uh, in a sense that I, I don't know. There's just something about Argentina, and and then and that's the other thing. There's going to be a lot of pressure on Argentina. It's Messi's last World Cup. They want to do something. They've had a kind of bumpy start. Um, Look, and they ha- and they have made a, uh, a World Cup final with Messi, and he did miss a shot in a in in, in the defeat that was, I believe, that was the 2014 one when, when they lost to Germany. Uh, so they probably do. If you're telling me, as I I haven't been following too in depth, if you're telling me Messi's final World Cup is this one, they're going to want to do it for him. Of course, of so course. That's and just cliche to say, but it's true. Yeah, no, look, I, I don't, whatever happens from here, I'm immensely proud, and it's amazing. I, I, it's very honourable to get, oh, for sure, for sure. And to get beaten by, no, we haven't gone out to Tunisia or something like that. We've gone out against Argentina uh, and um, made, quadrupled everyone's expectations. But anything is possible, and it's been so strange for the World Cup yet, Um they're gonna they're gonna give it a crack. Hell, what a, what a hell of a way to go if it ends up in a draw and then it goes to something like golden goal or penalties. 
That would be that'd be the perfect way to go, I think, if we're going to lose to Argentina. There's like, no golden goal. Yeah, I, <laughs> you can tell. It's penalties, isn't it? Yes, so yeah. it's ex- two halves of extra time and penalties, of course. Um, yeah. But, yeah, these are different games. These are knockout games. So I don't know if we're going to approach it a little differently. Um, what, are some we'll other, so, what are some other knockouts that are uh, ones to watch? Well, we've still got... I will go through the remaining group and fixtures ahead. So before we... Get, we'll get to a song... Um, but Argentina and Australia, 6am Sunday. So good time to wake up or if you're out partying and you want to continue on, there's that option as I well. I think that's the option you're taking. This, I think this so. Weekend. Yes. <laughs> um, Get us some live on the ground reporting from the pub you're in. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know yet. I haven't organised where I'm going to watch it, but Fed Square, the the amazing footage of Fed Square has been viral around the world. Surely you've got to get involved in that. I think, I think, yeah, I remember saying to someone, if we make the round of 16, I'll go down. Um, There you go. You heard it on the record, folks. (laughs) (laughs) What have we got lined up next? All right. So uh, we'll talk about the remaining group uh, and the knockouts locked in so far. The game's ahead this weekend, of course. um, But just want to ravel in Australia a little bit more. And we've been playing World Cup songs on the sports desk over the next couple of weeks. We played some on Wednesday uh, afternoon. And we've got to say, I've saved this one for a Friday. Waka Waka. (laughs) It's time for Africa by Shakira. Look, it's not in my music genre, but um, no. <laughs> wasn't in my Spotify. It made the greatest rap. hits of 2010 <laughs> that year. I will remember that. I remember so fresh but putting that on. I, I don't know. We're going to celebrate Australia. Uh, it, so replace the word Africa with Australia, and then you're <laughs> on point for Australia. All right. Well, we'll play that, and we'll come back with more World Cup Friday morning sports desk. Sam and Jason with you on sin. Shakira. <laughs> I've never played that on the radio before. <laughs> but it is World Cup. Uh, and of course, we are talk- talking the World Cup. Um, Australia's amazing result. We face Argentina 6 a.m. Sunday. No excuses. This is history making. You've got to watch this. So people have got to get around and watch this. Uh, I, it's it's finally great to hear uh, soccer and uh, talked about in a positive way in this country, and it it'd doesn't be really happen good. often, does it? No, no, <laughs> uh, and it's it's exciting. It's really exciting. Um, it's it's so good, so good to be a bloody Aussie. Just okay. be proud of the, be proud of the squad, win, lose or draw. And uh, coming from a guy who thought the World Cup can go to golden goal, I'll be waking up early to see this one, or at least seeing the game of replay and awesome. at a more reasonable time. Awesome. It's exciting. Okay, so group stage still continues, so it's not all wrapped up yet. Uh, so group H continues tomorrow morning, 2 a.m. South Korea and Portugal play. Uh, Ghana and Uruguay play at 2 a.m. Group G is still alive. Uh, Serbia and Switzerland play at 6 a.m. and Cameroon and Brazil at 6 a.m. So looking at their current table just to th- see things where they're at uh what is it oh, h and g here we go while, while you're getting all that up do you have any predictions for those uh, games coming up look i'd i'd 
Brazil, uh, I mean, Cameroon uh, made a great uh, performance last week. I'm trying to remember the last 9 o'clock game that we had. Um, but I just think that... Uh, but you never know. You never know. I, th- I think Brazil got that pretty covered. Uh, Serbia, a decent side, but their last spot. Uh, so Switzerland currently sitting second. So Brazil, six points on top. Uh, Switzerland, third place. Cameroon, one point. Serbia, one uh, so it's looking like, unless something crazy happens, uh, Switzerland and Brazil go through as well. Uh, but as we seen this morning, it's a roller coaster, so you never know. Group H, uh, Uruguay sitting bottom. Unfortunately for them, only one point. South Korea, one point. Uh, and three points for Ghana and Portugal, uh, are on six points. So, uh, that'll be interesting. South Korea, uh, Unfortunate for them. I don't see them beating Portugal. Uh, although Uruguay, Ghana, that's an interesting one. Um, I'm trying to work out the points here. I, th- I think it may affect. I don't know if U- Uruguay can s- sneak in. Um, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, that rounds out those groups. So the knockouts, the knockouts, the confirmed knockouts so far. Uh, round of 16. Sunday, the 4th of December, first one, 2am, Netherlands and USA. So maybe I will continue and watch that one first. <laughs> yes, yeah, so do you have, what time is that one coming out, That's by the way? That's 2am Sunday morning, Netherlands yep. and USA. Do you have a prediction already for that? I don't know. Netherlands, really strong side. Um, uh, Van Dijk, uh, Gakpo, they've had a great performance in their group so far. Um, USA, been done very well. Uh, the group that they've been in come in second. Uh, drawing with England, uh, got some young talent that's really exciting, but I don't see them beating Netherlands, but we never know. Um, so funny enough, the winner of Australia and Argentina will play the winner of that game too. So uh, can you imagine Australia v USA? Oh, it'd be so good. That'd be entertaining. It'd be so good. The, and the other one is Japan v Croatia. Tuesdays, Tuesday. 2am. 6th of December. Uh, Japan, another one, as we were talking about earlier on in the program, is another more of a surprise team that have actually progressed quite well. <laughs> Playing against, what was it, Croatia? Croatia. Made the final Made the last final time. Made the final last time. It, it'll be interesting. That's it's going to be similar to Australia, where it's going to be an, it's going to be another glory run, or it gets halted immediately. Yeah, uh, and they had an interesting group, like I mentioned before. Germany and Spain, they bet, but uh, they lost to uh, probably maybe the the lowest expected team of the group. So, don't know. I don't know. I've Croatia decent start um, so far, but that is a mystery game. If they were to repeat their run that they had in 2018, Croatia, do you think they could go as far as they did? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they've got a really, really good side. But uh, hmm. I'm trying to remember what they performance in their group. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But that is the game to know where <laughs> things will stand. That'll be, a, that'll be a game where it's a watch this space kind of thing. That yep. might be a wild card game. Tuesday, 6th of December, 6am, is still to be determined from the games tomorrow. Monday, the 5th of December, 2am, France v Poland. Oh, um, two Titans going yeah, out in the first thing, round of the knockouts. Interesting thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about the Australia game. It was almost a disaster for us because at one point, Tunisia had scored, France were playing their B team, and 
essentially it meant that because Tunisia had scored, we then not only had to draw, but had to win. So I was expecting if we could probably scrape a draw, that would be enough. But then Tunisia scored, the word got out to the team, and that's when things kind of changed. So... uh, So Gosh. it wasn't even we we ha- we've done it the hard way. We have done it the hard way. No, there's no easy easy thing about it. What but again, we've done one nils aren't going to be sustainable. So, I think France v Poland. They'll bring their players back in. Uh, really strong start to the competition for them. Of gotta, course, winning the World Cup last love time. The confidence they play. Poland their getting team. through. Exciting. Um, Great players in their side, Lewandowski, uh, and of course, uh, great keeper in... Oh, the keeper, who's his name? Chesney? Chesney, I think. Um, or was that Denmark's... Oh, God, I don't... <laughs> it's slipped my mind. But I think France will get through on that one. Monday, the 5th of December, 6am, so same time, England will play Senegal. And so the winner of, the, the, of course, those two games uh, will play each other in the next final. Uh, England, interesting... Defensively, still, I'm a bit worried about them. Uh, I've got through the groups. Draud versus the USA had a great game against Iran until they let two in. Uh, and then, of course, uh, their last game. I'm trying to think. Oh, I've got smashing whales in their last game. Um, finally, playing Phil Foden and the like, who weren't getting any game time at the start of the group. Uh, but uh, interesting, uh, they made it to the Euro finals last year. Can they continue their run? It's been a long time. It's Don't know if it's coming home yet. <laughs> They're going to get past Senegal, who've been really good in their group. Um, exciting. Uh, I think, uh, uh, unfortunately, like- Sadio Mane is not in for Senegal. Hasn't been in at all for the World Cup. He's injured, but some good players. Mendy. Um, but uh, I think England will get through that. No further comment from me, Your Honour. Wednesday, the 7th of December, Morocco and Spain. Wow, that's a big one. That is a big one. Uh, Of course, Morocco being extremely impressive in their game. Uh, And then Spain um, getting through as well. Um, Massive. To a certain extent to be expected, I guess. Yes. Uh, Morocco Uh, setting the benchmark for the uh, African African division. Again, mystery game. Mystery game. Morocco could have been, uh, again, it's in that category, I think, of a really good team. Are coming through as well as this this underdog kind of type. Uh, I'm not sure Morocco's World Cup history before. Uh, so 2am and then the final uh, game, 6am same time, is still to be determined. So knockout stages ahead. You know, while I'm reading things here, you might as well look at come some of the stats so far. So leading goals for the moment, if you're interested in that. Uh, Alvaro Morata for Spain's got three. Tied with him is Cody Gakpo for the Netherlands. Enna Valencia, three goals for him, and Mbappe, three, Marcus Rashford, three as well. Uh, it's funny because uh, Mbappe really wanted to play that game. Uh, he said he wanted to play beca- because there's these individual wards in the <laughs> competition. They always throw up uh, interesting things as well. Okay, that's a, mount, a lot of information <laughs> that we've gone through. But the main thing you need to know, Australia play Argentina on Sunday. Harry Suter defensively against Messi. <laughs> it's, it's just... How will that end? I just love to see... I just love that we're on the pitch with some of these players. Uh, you know, and, uh, we're the facing goats. them. Um, bring it on. Bring it on, I say. Don't cry for me, Argentina. 
Oh, is that a segue into our next no, song? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, you had me worried a bit there. But we've been playing a lot of uh, World Cup songs. Do we? So, do we have another one lined up for the? Uh, it's not specifically a, a World Cup, but it is a song that's been featured in FIFA. Um, okay, wonderful. No, which I'll is another another plug way. <laughs> I'm doing a DJ night with FIFA songs. So if you're interested in that, 17th of December. Um, okay, whereabouts? Uh, the Bergie Seltzer in Brunswick. Wonderful. So if you're listening in, you're loving Sammy's uh, tunes, you can hear him uh, <laughs> remix them live in Brunswick. It'll be very exciting. Uh, so what are we'll we got, Sam? Okay, so basketball to come up. Uh, next we'll talk about NBA, NBL. you of course, got the American and, sports to continue and with. And I've got the NHL announcement that I've been teasing for the last week. All right, that's coming up. Socceroos, best of luck. This is Foster the People Sports Desk. Happy Friday. Foster the people, call it what you want on your Friday morning on Sin. Uh, and it's time to get into some basketball. <laughs> A bit of a foul, I think. Uh, <laughs> NBL uh, continues on, of course. The Breakers defeated the South East Melbourne Phoenix 110-84 to yesterday. Uh, the Bullets defeated the Wildcats 106-95. to We actually went into overtime. Pretty interesting. The games for this weekend, of course, the 36ers take on the Taipans tonight, 7.30. Uh, the Breakers, of course, play the Wildcats tonight, uh, tomorrow at 5.30. Uh, South East Melbourne Phoenix play again tomorrow at 8 o'clock against Melbourne United, uh, Melbourne Derby. Uh, Kings play the 36ers Sunday, 4th of December at 2pm. Uh, Bullets versus the Jack Jumpers, of course, on Sunday at 4. Hawks play Melbourne United Monday, 7.30. Going over to the US now, the NBA continues. The Pistons play the Mavericks today at 11am. Uh, the Hawks, oh sorry, the Hornets play the Wizards tomorrow at 11am. Uh, the Nets play the Raptors at 11.30. Same time, Bucks and the Lakers. Hawks and the Nuggets. Uh, Cavaliers and Magic. Celtics and Heat. Uh, Grizzlies and the 76ers from 12pm. Spurs and Pelicans 12pm. 1 o'clock, Jazz and the Pacers. Suns and the Rockets 1pm. Uh, the Warriors and the Bullets 2pm tomorrow as well. Sunday, then we move on to the New York Knicks take on the Mavericks. Sunday, 4.30am. Clippers, 8am against the Kings. Hornets against the Bucks at 10am. Timberwolves and the Thunder from lunchtime. Sunday, Raptors and the Magic from... Uh, uh, Sunday midday as well. Warriors and the Rockets, 12.30 Sunday. And Jazz and the Trailblazers, 1pm. That's a lot to get through. <laughs> it really is. That, like I said, we, we actually kicked off the show, if you've just joined us, listeners, with the American sports. And it is mind-boggling how much goes on within a, mm. you know, a weekend I'm, of sports. I'm sure we're going to get a better app when Michael back comes home back home to Melbourne. He's yep. going to be more clued in with these things. That's going to be good overall for the sports desk. It'll okay. help us greatly with the sports desk. Uh, that's the one because that's the other thing. Uh, I've been talking about it for about a month or I think six weeks now, I believe. Uh, I was finally took the dive into NHL and goodness me it is mind-bogglingly difficult to keep up with Sam you would it'd be quite surprising because uh, it's just there's games on every day but um and there's about 32 clubs to trawl through and try and pick one and I thought I needed to pick one all right yep so that was been my journey I'm going to dive into the NHL 
get involved in some ice hockey and try and pick a team. This came at, uh, at the hest of a, a Sin alumni who uh, I don't think Sam's met, but his name is Ben, and uh, he got involved. And we met up not too long ago, and I asked him what his team was, and he went, Seattle Kraken. I've got an announcement, Sam. Now, I've been teasing this for about a week. I've Specky McGee'd it a little bit, Sam. Yes. In which, as we know, Specky McGee, he goes for five AFL clubs. I've narrowed <laughs> down my selection to five teams. All right. Okay. Seattle Kraken is one, by the way, because... Hang on, in- before we do yep. this, I know how much you love the sound effects. This is just off the fly. I found a hockey sound effect Play for it. the NHL. Roll it! Epic. That was an epic, yes. <laughs> it was a very echoey puck, that. That's very nice. Well, they're very echoey ice rinks, I think. They, they are. They certainly are. Have you ever been to the ice house? Uh, yes. I'm yeah. not good at ice skating, but continue on. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've narrowed it down to five, and Seattle Kraken is on the list. Reason being is because I liked uh, my uh, Sin alumni's... Uh, um, also, Kraken sounds very cool. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And they've got wonderful Guernseys. If you go onto your Google machine, Sam, and look up the Guernseys for the Kraken, it is phenomenal. Uh, but my reasoning being is that they're similar, if we wanted to put it into an AFL context, is that they're much like the Gold Coast or GWS, as in they only joined the NHL two years ago. So if you were to get wow. on board with the Kraken now... You're kind of you're part of the that new generation. What's crack-a-lackin'? Crack-a-lackin'. And what do you? He's got the Guernseys up now. Yeah. What do you think? That S. So they've got a ma- massive S on the front of the yeah. jersey. Do you know what that reminds me of? Uh, the the school style yes. S. Yeah, the, if uh, and it's that a phenomenon. S. Yeah, we still don't know the origins of that. But if, I think anyone that's listened, uh, pr- been to primary school in Australia, and you've just drawn all over the cover of your the yeah, mass of those S's, that's S. pretty much the Seattle Kraken logo. Um, wow, they're performing quite well right now in their division, sitting second in their division, and their most recent game they defeated the LA Kings nine to eight. So they can get some jobs done. And I'm thinking high-scoring teams, that sounds exciting. It's why the Kings are the second on my list, the LA Kings. Because uh, I, I was liking their dynamic of how they were playing. They were quite attacking and they could be quite high-scoring. Unfortunately, they weren't getting too many jobs done. But they are sitting quite well, I believe, on the table. I haven't checked in a little while. But LA Kings is also on the list. So that's, an, that's another thing to consider. Third on the list, Sam, and actually, I considered it for a little while. I might actually pitch to you later on, but it's not on my list. But third on my list is the Winnipeg Jets, because I like the idea of Winnipeg. My favourite pro wrestler is Chris Jericho, who is from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And uh, they defeated the Kings. The only game I ever watched them catch was um, uh, against the Kings, and they beat them 6-4, and the sixth and final goal came from an empty net. It was the first time I experienced an empty net, Sam. See, what they do, um, again, we're just educating Sam here because he hasn't listened to too much ice hockey, and I'm just discovering it as we go along. Take a quick breath. What they do is that in, when the game is a little bit dire and it's a bit close, there's a get, maybe a goal in it, a coach will actually pull their goalkeeper away from the from uh, uh, their goal and they'll leave it empty, so empty and unattended, so they can replace it with another attacker to try and put some extra pressure on their offense and get a quick clutch goal and maybe tie it up and send the game into overtime. And that was my first time witnessing it and the Kings tried to pull that off and the Jets had none of it and they just went... Thank you very much. Here's, an, here's our sixth and final goal. So, and Winnipeg Jacks are performing quite well. Because what I was thinking, I was thinking of, let's pick a team with history and a team that's performing quite well. It's the reason why the Maple Leafs are not on my list, because they're part of that original six, and they are, well, they're a bit like Essendon, really. They're legendary. They're one of the all-time greats, but they haven't won anything since the 60s. <laughs> Actually, it's not even Essendon. It's more like Melbourne. They're like the original all-time great, 
NHL teams, but they've been starved of success for years. Third on the list is Edmonton Oilers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Kraken, Kings, Edmonton, o- Winnipeg Jacks, Edmonton Oilers for the uh, Connor McDavid effect. He's actually one of the superstars of the game going on right now, and that's exciting me greatly. And uh, what was the fifth? Ooh, I've actually forgotten what the fifth one was, Sammy. But uh, am I convincing you? It, it does sound interesting. No, I will. I, I think we will over the summer. I, mean, I think this is their this is their exciting main slot at the moment yeah. over Christmas break. I remember the fifth New York Rangers because my God, those goons are beautiful. Okay, they've got the history and they got the Madison Square Garden as their home ground. Now that's cool. That is cool. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make Sam Google the Rangers um, Guernsey because my goodness they are beautiful and I would want one of those. They are phenomenal. And again, it's got the history. It's got a little bit of success. Uh, success. They've got the uh, all time fierce rivalry mm, like factor. It. And uh, yeah, so it, th- those are my five: Rangers, Kings, Oilers, Jets, Kraken. And I'm st- we've narrowed it down to five. Let's see before the end of the year if I can finally commit to one because it's been a fun ride enjoying the NHL. Okay, well, that's exciting. Uh, NHL, another one to look at. When, 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 when the World Cup wrap up, man, it's a bit quiet. Uh, it's be nice to look out for it. Certainly do. Okay, okay, last things, wrapping up the show. Uh, of course, Socceroos, 6 a.m. Sunday, uh, good luck. It's all I can say. It's uh, amazing that we're here. It's amazing that we're even talking about Let's it. Let's all come together as Australians and spur yeah. on. Come on. Uh, and quick little notes to wrap up. Podcasts, of course, you can catch uh, wherever you get your pl- uh, podcasts from. Keep up the sin on... Spotify, sin.org.au especially. Yep. Uh, keep up to date with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, of course, the Sports Desk. We'll be Sports back. Sports Desk Sin, to be precise, so that's yep. our handle. Back next Wednesday. And a special announcement, too. On Tuesday, Sin's going to be doing a special thing outside the Art Centre as part of the Always Live um, thing that the state government's putting yep. on. So there'll be performances, uh, and we're doing a thing. I think it's called the Sound Box or something. So, uh, so tune into that next week. Uh, I'll be representing the Sports Desk on that. So and we love you for be it, exciting. Sammy. Okay, well, that's us done. Um, Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Yeah, I just don't know where to go from here. Nervous, nervous for what the, the Aussie's going to do. I, oh, I can't sleep, but I need to sleep because it's going to be a long weekend. Your body clock is completely <laughs> broken, and we need you for Wednesday because there's going to be a lot to talk about then. There definitely will be. All right, thank you for tuning into the Sports Desk this morning. Uh, I've been Sam Manhattan, of course. I've and, been Jason. Thank you very much. Uh, and we'll catch you next week. And... Uh, Michael's on his way back over the border in the next couple of days. So <laughs> at Sir Positivity on Instagram, if you want to catch the rest of his journey over in California, we'll see him very soon. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. This is Sin. We are people run a show.